<laughs> I'll just clear the throat. Yeah, that's the that's the intro. <laughs> <laughs> Scotty will put that in there. Look at him laughing. You know, he's like, a, like an evil elf. That's the opener. Sometimes I feel like I don't have a partner. Sometimes I feel like my only friend is this city where I live in, the city of AO. Lonely <laughs> as I am, together we cry. <laughs> there you go. I had a bigger one planned, but that's it. We're in. It's Sunday night. It's bloody rocking on by the time this bloke managed to email himself a link to be able to be here on the laptop i think we've invested enough energy to get trying to get us rolling let's not <laughs> let's not discuss who still uses hotmail Hotmail. <laughs> oh one day i'll get a bloody one day i'll get a partner and they'll come here and teach me all kinds of uh, internet stuff but until then we'll soldier on I didn't even think Hotmail was still a thing, is it? Well, apparently it still exists. I did have to refresh it and I got nervous as shit. It needed a PIN number and I freaked out, but it's the PIN number I always... A bit worried about your email address too. Cheeky beard boy, 69. <clears throat> oh, yeah, that's it, you know. But I'm allowed to put 69 because I was born there, so I put it on everything, you know. Like, yeah, there you go. I think it, that's the PIN number, 6969, you know. <laughs> Could be 2369, you never know. Um, so anyway, welcome to episode 38, you're telling me, mate? Yep. Yep, episode 38. Sort of doing a bit of a step aside from the magazines. Um, something different. Everybody's got something different. Everybody's freshly home from Summonats and probably recapping their experiences and their moments and other people are probably studying uh, footage and video and photos and all sorts of stuff that's come along since the since it all wrapped up. So uh, we've been fortunate enough, and I can normally take an Instagram handle and I can uh, announce it and just you know read it, but it's pretty hard when people chuck numbers halfway through their bloody name. But uh, I know we've got Nadine on board. Uh, Nadine, do you want to announce your Instagram handle for the people that might know you more appropriately by that? Uh, my Instagram handle is NAD94 Eats, actually my number plate. So my nickname's <laughs> Nade. Nade. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not Nads. Uh, I'll punch anyone in the throat if they say that to me. But... <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like a good throat punch to the disrespectful. <laughs> no, it's Nade. Oh, it's my number plate that I had on the WB that I've kept and moved to another car now. So. That's my yeah. Instagram handle. Yeah, no, that's very cool. How else would you introduce yourself just to sort of give you, before we go delve in and ask questions maybe about your car life, but, you know, just to those playing at home, you know, what, um, what, what is, who is Nadine? Oh, now local to Bathurst and I pretty much I am love my street machines, grown up with hot rods but completely tunner obsessed. So <laughs> any holder in one tunner, oof, I'm all for it. <laughs> right in there. No, that's awesome to see. 
And I'll, uh, yeah, thank you very much, Scotty, for getting us organised on Zencaster to be able to do this on a Sunday night, mate. Pleasure. Happy to have you. Yeah, there you go. Adrian, you're on board. We're all fired up. We've got much general business to discuss. I see you had the bike out today. Uh, yeah. <coughs> Sorry, I'm doing a Moses. <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, ge- general business. Um, yeah, I took took the bike for a, for a squirt down to Geelong. Um, you probably heard me talk about him on here before. The million dollar bogan, Danny Hayes, uh, yes. a big regular watcher of his YouTube. So he was having a um, a fundraiser. He does it every year. He's done it the last three years, I think. He said. Um, Raises some funds for Lifeline. He's um, pretty passionate about the the suicide type, um, you know, help and assistance. I think he's been touched by it, as we all have, I suppose, at some some way or another. Um, so yeah, he's just there trying to raise bulk coin for Lifeline. It was good. Got to meet him. Got to meet his. Um, he's got another fellow that joins him on the on the videos. Dave Parry he's from. Tassie, so he's done a few yep. rides and that with him. He's a bit of a legend too, but just a just a good day. Um, just you know, one of those uh, you know, literally solo rides, cruised down, yep. bummed around, took some video footage, which is uh, I've just loaded up a little, I think it's seven or eight minute video of some bikes on our YouTube, and then um, rode back. Oh, they were going down to a pile of bay, but I just sort of went down, met him, and and. Um, Turned off, come back to Ballarat. So come back via um, Stieglitz and um, Anarchy down there through Meredith. It was good. On good. stomping ground. Uh, we used to live at Stieglitz for a temporary moment. Uh, I've been through it a few times. Um, <clears throat> uh, only been through it once on a on a bike, and that was on the Harley back in the Harley days. But I, I've driven through it a few times in the car. It's, it's, a, nice little, it's a nice little stretch of... I don't know what you call it—a nice little, little sort of historic area. It's it's pretty cool. Like I sort of pulled off and off the road and um, took some photos over bridges and old old buildings and that. But it's just a cool little historic. And yeah, you know, if you drive through it, you you blink and you miss it. So uh, if yeah, anyone is drive, you know, Ballarat to Geelong, you know, take turn off at Meredith and um, go for a go for a squeeze. It's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, well, bop, 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 car alert, car alert, because I've got a story that relates to that stretch of road, but because we used to go down to a Sunday night when they used to engage in a bit of illicit drag racing activity around Geelong, mates and I used to choose to come home on that stretch, and every now and again on a moonlit night, it felt appropriate perhaps to to turn the headlights off and just embrace the moment (laughs) and embrace the road and know the road, and I can tell you that a certain... <clears throat> mate, where there's two brothers in Ballarat that have tyre services, so you'll probably straight yeah. away click click onto the mate I'm talking about in yeah. his 327 LX. We come up over a hill where there was a fresh pasture roadworks right on the top of the hill, and the ass of that car stepped out. And by the time you pulled the headlights on, they were pointed a fence. Uh, <laughs> and we managed to drive through that moment, but then those back roads. But again, it's a really nice drive from Geelong, you know. Yeah, I mean, it, it probably didn't really. Well, well, I, I wasn't obviously speeding at all, but it didn't seem to take much longer to get from. I mean, I, that, the meeting was sort of over on that on the ring road anyway, so I was over on that side of Geelong. 
but maybe if you if you're coming out of you know Torquay Finesford way, it might be a bit out of your way. But if you're actually coming out of you know the main thoroughfare, turn off at the Anarchy turn off, and then there's a sign that says Stiglitz and yeah, and uh, take the take the scenic route. Yeah, and we'd actually um, come into come into Meredith and then cut directly across and come back mm. via via Edgerton as well. So oh, you, yeah. still don't, you still don't need to touch the Midland Highway at that point. So well, I sort of, I've almost, <clears throat> I did. I got to Meredith and I thought, oh, maybe I'll duck straight down and you know head to Beland and go down the highway. But I, was, I, I know I got. Would you believe I got caught in the rain this morning? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was pouring. I got to Meredith. It, it poured for ten minutes. I was. I saw no rain in Colac. I see rain at car shows in Melbourne, and I've seen was, no rain. Yeah, I didn't see any rain. I got to Meredith, and the, like the road and the spray off the cars, and it's yeah. like, where did this come from? But anyway, it was it yeah. was sort of looking a bit dark and gloomy on the way home. I thought oh, I'll just get home. But anyway, anyway, so yeah, you went to Colac. Yeah, basically the Colac Car Show. Um, caught up with uh, Craig and Christy McKenzie uh, with the HRU that they did the oh, other yeah, yeah. Yeah. ads with. And mm-hmm. Christy stormed straight up to me and put me on a lowrider uh, push bike of theirs too to get a photo of me, which the photos are up on our Facebook and up on our Instagram now. But just amazing people. You know, they've got that squeeze me um, sex spec car too that they brought back and they've got, there's more coming. Yeah, those guys are just warming up. You know, they remind me, and I said today via messages, they remind me of Brendan Herod and Tash Welsh. They're just not slowing down. They're just kicking goals as a partnership, and it's glorious to see. But I've got an invite to go and catch up with them on a bit of a home visit and um, see what they're up to and get a bit more rounded on that story. So that'll be an upcoming episode definitely with those guys. Might have to do a video shed <clears throat> tour perhaps. Yeah, well, that's it. Yeah, something a little more rounded than what we could have done today. But I laughed because I walked away from the car and all, and I didn't have one photo of the car. We were just like wrapped up chatting because they've been, you know, sort of valuable valuable members across custom cars, Oz, as well as, you know, everything this bloke's been doing for probably a couple of years. So it's just been great to see it all tra- transpire and spend that bit of time. But some other really good cars. Took a dear mate for a drive down there. It was a lovely buddy trip, probably 90 to 100 cars. Um, I kept on getting Neville 8 stickers and putting them on the front of the Nash with the bonnet propped open with its old skull stick. And every time I come past, there were stickers missing. There was a heap of anti-purist stuff Dave Green had given me and just podcast stickers. You know, I think it's just a nice way to sort of promote what we're doing and what we're yeah. about to get, get the word out so I don't mind a few free stickers. I dropped, dropped one in the um, the donation bag today with the, I think they were asking for 20 bucks a 20 bucks a bike, so some one of his mates was just going around with a bag, so I stuck a sticker in there, so hopefully they don't throw it out. <laughs> they yeah. mind. <laughs> yeah. And just a bit of a recap too that Rusty with our uh, number 23 Oscar tribute uh, with the Never Late podcast sticker across the back of it, he's out getting photo shoots done up around the lake and that. And it's just, I don't know. Warms the heart to see our little bloody project bloody emblazoned across the back of that car, you know, and he's just a good soul. Uh, I was driving to the Lakeview yesterday and I'm thinking, oh, never late podcast. Well, hang on a minute. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's a ripper. I just wasn't expecting it to be sitting, you know, down near the Lakeview. Yeah, and I've negotiated a TTS inclusion onto that car too, which will be coming shortly. So I'll be looking forward to seeing the photos of the nose of it coming up soon. So, 
Yeah, that's what we've been up to. Anyway, I think it's time that we brought our guest back in. She's lovely enough to join us uh, late-ish on a Saturday, on a uh, Sunday night. Um, but have you, are you familiar with our Never Late Eight, our eight questions we ask our guests? I am, actually. <laughs> oh, there you Fire. go. Oh, well, there you go. I'm going to kick back a bit. Let's just uh, take you right back to your first, first car-related memory. I'll just um, see if I can find my list of questions. That's awesome because I don't have it. I'm making it up on the fly. But just remember to bring in regretful sale before first car. <laughs> my very first before, car memory. Before, oh, sorry, before favourite before favorite car, we've got to bring the regretful sale in so we can bounce back. Uh, but, yeah, so your first car memory. First car memory. Um, I'll go first car holiday. So it was up at Valor Rod Run and um, – my stepdad Steve had the um, A coupe, the model, A model coupe, and then my yep. mum had a thirty eight <laughs> sedan, um, uh, and it had slaughters on it. It had devil headlights on the back, and I thought it was just mint hot. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> How old do you reckon you would have been back then? Oh, four, five would have been yeah. when I first went up to Valor. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, is it rude to ask you what year you were born? 94 model. 94 Hence model. the Nade 94. That's yeah, 94 yeah. Nade. Yep, so, you yeah, go. my birthday yesterday. Happy day. Oh, oh, many happy oh, returns. Wow. Yeah, many, many happy returns. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so hot rod runs are what I started out with and then as I got older I sort of fell in love with that more street machine scene, but they've yep. both been around in my life. Always. Yeah, yeah, and don't hot rods light you up when you see them at Summonats because there's not so many. Oh. You know, when you see a hot rod at Summonats, it's like a really thrill, a big highlight. I remember that in Summonats. Yeah. So, yeah. Speaking of hot rods, I, uh, I probably should name drop here. I when we left the BP on the Ring Road, I spotted uh, because I was on the bike. I didn't have the camera, but I spotted our well. Your dear mate, uh, Craig Issel in the 28 on the other side of the highway. Oh, there you go. Whereabouts, did you say? It was he- well, he was heading towards the land back of Smarsh on that Geelong Ring Road mm-hmm. back to oh, Melbourne. Yeah. So oh, he's yeah, going right. back to Ballarat. Yeah. I was, yeah, southbound he was going the other way, but I just saw I was, I was riding along and, you know, there's thousands thousand odd bikes and I just saw a blue flash with a 28 and I looked and there he goes cruising past yeah. I think. Um, but anyway continue yeah you know cool as okay well that was the uh <clears throat> so Vela Park that's a big win you know that that rates highly around here and especially for me because I know that dad and old mate Gerald used to take the cars from Ballarat and do Vela Park it was on the must-do list you know so yeah great run people loved it from Nambaka Heads it's a good run I remember stories of Fred Cavasini taking people th- for thrill rides in his 34 coupe, the flat black one, and basically um, you'd paid a ride between Nambucca Heads and Valor Park and they reckon there were strips of licorice as wide as his back tyres along that stretch, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, good stuff. Take his trailer load of methanol with him. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah no, definitely, that, that's, a, that's a bucket list car show. So what was your first car that you owned? I'm imagining maybe you got something that, earlier than 18, maybe you were already, you know, getting something for yourself? Uh, I did get something earlier at 18, but I had um, my family were a bit worried I was going to be 
cocooning. So they tried to put me in something safe. So I was in like a 94 model Hilux. Um, <laughs> and it was a dual cab. So my family didn't want me carting around my mate. So they took the back seat out until they feel like I was more confident in driving. I could have the privilege of my back seat back in there. <laughs> Jeez, that's uh, that's extreme. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they they just yeah. It was around that era of um. There was a lot of people that were getting licenses on the central coast, and they were just dying from car accidents. And one was a guy in our street, and I yeah. think it was just a fear thing that they did it. But yeah, it made made it through my teens with my high lux and. Yeah, yeah, I always wanted to do that sort of mini truck look like Yaz's yeah. green one that she got smoothie. So yeah. um, I absolutely love that look. So because it's, yeah. yeah, that first car <laughs> love. It's hard to deny. And actually I mentioned um, Craig McKenzie earlier. He was saying about the squeeze me car and that's really surprised him, that sex spec car of his, because he said it's blokes that look like me that are coming up to him and fucking <laughs> professing their love for that car and that style because that was the era, you know, so yeah. bloody bearded up blokes that were just into that stuff, you know, because I mean, we might have been into Monaros and Camaros, whatever, but there were guys passionate into that shit at the same time, you know. So yeah. It's interesting the way it all transpires. So um, let's go to uh, what's the favourite car that you've owned? It's my current car, so it would be my HQ Tanner, so... That's the car I always wanted and I actually wanted to buy as my first car but my family didn't want me to in case I had an accident, I'd be disheartened by it. So, yeah, um, yeah it's my favourite. Yeah, well, do you want to bring people in up in close to the tunnel? Let's have a look around it and let's uh, go through it. You know, what is it? What makes your tunnel your tunnel? Um, So when I originally got it, it was just – a, on the outside stock, like stock tray and everything like that, the twin headlights, I've kept that. And basically the inside it, under the bonnet and inside the cab was the big wow factor, VN interior and VN Commodore engine because it was V6 because I was still on <laughs> my P plate. So yeah, yeah, it was yeah. a bit weird but I thought it was cool and now I'm at the age where I'm like I'm putting everything Kingswood back in because it's just hideous. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, outgrown, outgrown the styling. <laughs> I've outgrown the the look of yeah. Let's put Commodore stuff in. So it's got the electric windows and everything. So yeah. yeah. Well, have there been any? Uh, the other one we bring up is the regretful sales and the missed opportunities. Have you had anything that you've sold that you wish you hadn't have, or anything you maybe could have bought that you haven't bought along the way? I've always wanted to buy a steel body 32 Roadster. Um, yeah. That's something I've always wanted to. It's just money's obviously don't have it. Yeah, and yeah. weirdly, I've always regretted selling my Bratz bike, you know, when they came out with those chopper yeah, style bikes. I know, bikes. I remember them. I mean, I've I got a sold door. it. I've got a- I've got a daughter, your precise vintage. So clearly, I remember the purple Bratz bike from the era. Yeah, <laughs> I regretfully sold that so I could buy some red Converse shoes. What a shit! Conversion. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The Converse uh, are pretty rad. 
Oh, oh yeah. they are. But yeah, that's where the cash for the shoes came from. Bloody <laughs> Converse can totally fall apart, you know, and you just can't bring yourself to toss them. They're the ones that are really hard to throw out, I reckon. But, yeah, I think I've got about three pairs here kicking around. Under and the then floor. I see on Marketplace that bike for 400 bucks, and I got it like for 130 at Big W New. So. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, let's build a time machine. We're gonna go. We we'll go back and get you that bike. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, so, what else have we got, mate? Where are we at? Uh, so um, I've got favourite event, but you did, did you did you did the regret? Yeah, we've done that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, that was, yeah. I just... Fa- favourite event, dream car, words of wisdom. But you've changed the words of wisdom, haven't you? Words of inspiration, we That's thought right. was a good thing. You know, favorite event, dream car, current car, words of inspiration. So, favorite event or types of events? Where oh, favorite event. Where, where do we find you smiling? As a kid, my favorite event was Narendra Road Run. Um, yeah. These days, it would have to be either the local cars and coffee, or Summonats is the one I go to the most. Local cars and coffee, getting up there again. Yeah, they're definitely yeah. they're just yeah. a great event to talk to locals that like-minded. Community, it just builds communities. You know, there's nothing else that we're all doing on mass. You know, I don't think you know groups gathering in the town square or you know. So it is. It's just bringing community. I think it's know, just that. It's also we might like only just... be a well, we might only be a percentage of the population, but you know, we're a tight sector, and you know, it's really yeah, it's a good space to walk amongst. But, I just yeah. think it's also that un- that unofficial feel. You just rock up and you wander around and you go where some you know some shows are a bit funny with you getting there and getting out and definitely you, you just rock up, you have a chat, and you and you generally you know you get out of the car and you you're talking to someone, you know. So it's um yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm more for the coffee and car events. And we were discussing uh, summer nats earlier. Like, let's go back to like when was the what was your first summer nats? Like, how many summer nats have you been to? Like, when's you know? Uh, I'm not sure how many I've been to. Only probably a handful of times because I've only yeah. been since I was uh, nineteen or twenty. <laughs> you were strictly uh, under the yeah. I wasn't you allowed to twenty. You weren't allowed to go. You were explaining <laughs> that. You know, I made the mistake. Yeah. I made them blue thinking that Will Johnson had been there because he wanted to know where he could watch the unveils and I thought he meant whereabouts on site. He could see that happening and, no, he meant online, you know. I'm trying to connect him to people I knew up there, you know, take him under their fucking wing. So (laughs) totally misread the play. Him and I were laughing about that the survey. But, yeah, so um, and how do you feel? Have you seen it change or has it always been a bit the way it's been or how did you find it this year? Let's let's start the conversation that we were going to have anyway and close our episode with some words of inspiration or such. But while we're talking Summonats, you know, what was your Summonats experience this year? It's definitely a lot rowdier and it's normally the people that are there without cars that are causing the issues. Yeah, um, the mate, the mate car people going. respect other people's <laughs> cars. Is it sort of like um, the schoolies slash toolies thing? Yeah, it is. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Right. Yeah. Well, I spoke tonight to mate James, who goes up there with his uh, his uh, Mrs. Meg and the two young boys, and talking about it with him. But he sort of said too, you know, a lot of the same things that it, you know, it was pretty rowdy. But he said also it always has been, you know, and they're just yeah, sort of. He's also questioning the impact of. 
just the coverage, you know, like because everyone's shooting videos, you know, and a lot of it's not necessarily as heavily represented when you're there as what we're seeing online as well. Yeah, yeah. I think it comes across very different online oh, that's to what, what it actually what, is there. Yeah, but that's what I was finished fishing for too. He said a lot of them are locals. A lot of the locals are going to it as an event in a town in a city that's bored, I guess too. So a lot of the ones that are really acting up are just buying admission tickets and going and partying there. As again, don't have cars, but it may be local yeah. in Canberra, not a representation of the, I don't know, the 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 culture as a whole. I guess. What's wrong with them? Oh, though? Like Canberra's got yeah. porn and and fireworks up its ass. So <laughs> <laughs> why are they bored? Is that the same? Is that the same thing or? <laughs> Fireworks up the ass. I was just going to say that's some kind of some, some kind of special segment. <laughs> Got to move there, yeah. buy some fireworks. No, nah, you're right. The, the social media stuff. I mean, I if if I didn't, I I saw the you know three, I reckon three cars do the same burnout from seventeen different angles, and it's like, well, oh, they're just doing burnouts. Well, that was three cars, and you've seen seventeen other people's different views of it, you know, and they're mostly yeah, the ones yeah. that have been kicked out and they're yeah. going out see, with a bang. So I spoke to, um, I was talking to Jamie and him and Dale were cruising around in the uh, green Commodore Ute and everyone's chanting for burnouts and stuff, but Jamie even said from the passenger side at one stage he was wondering, what are they going to do if we don't? Mm. You know, he did feel a little bit threatened by that, you know, like there were there was there was some heavy pressure on people who were driving about. Again, yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. Um, and how did you feel? Like, as you know, were you up there camped with a few, Nadine? Who was up there with you? Uh, so, Steve, my stepdad, was there. He has um, he's been at the same campsite for years now. Um, yep. He's also with the deluxe rod shop guys that are down in Victoria. Yep. Um, they come up and they're in the tent as well. So I know those guys really well. So always comfortable being with them. Yeah. But this year was the first time I've actually had to have them walk me to the bathroom so I could just have a shower that night. It was it got that rowdy that I just was like I called them to come back down to collect me so I could walk back up after my yeah. shower. Yeah. And that's the, the sort of shit that pissed me off. Like yeah. I and understand you're here to, we're all here <laughs> to have a good time. <laughs> was there harassment? Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. They're like Eshes in red sneakers that oh, come at you no. that just try to harass yeah, you. Yeah, Scotty. Um, and they, but they're not the guys that are there with cars because they're not wearing camping bands. They're just with entrant bands, but they're not yeah. getting kicked out. It's like one in the morning. I thought I'll go down, it's be a bit quieter. Yeah. You're gonna have everyone doing the odd burnout. So the guys next to us, they had um, it was one a.m. and he's doing a burnout in his bloody WB tunnel. And there's all these guys that have come out of nowhere, but they're not campers. Yeah. And so they're just walking around looking for looking to for cause action. something. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, James said too that he reckons more directed policing, you know, the even when they throw people out for acting up in their cars, they're still only throwing the cars out. They're allowing the people to stay. It's just um, the car people. They need to yeah. jump on the people that are acting up when they're acting up and get them out of there. You know, they need to be come down yeah. heavy. But Something Jamie also mentioned was that if people are entering and they're not entering 
like for the judging and they're not entering for the car events and they're not entering for the show and shine. Like they're just entering to have their car there. They maybe should yeah. be charged more because this is having an impact on their on the insurance, no doubt. So maybe if, yeah. the less attached you are to the event, you can charge heavier and that might root a little bit of that out maybe or get people a little more involved in what is some and that's not. Yeah, you shouldn't have to do it though. It's no, just, no, it's it's not it's, right. It's poor manners and it's personal behaviour as well. But I also thought Scotty's mate, you know, Jazzy mate, won the trophy, Street Machine of the Year. She's still a lady of Nadine's vintage that has to walk around in those crowds and feel that, you know, feel that under you know, under pressure in those circumstances, which is not right. But there's also girls like um Oh, a couple that were mentioned to me have got some really high-profile cars. Who would backhand you if you're even, you know, with, with a slight bit off tap with your approach, you know? So assertive ladies are in amongst the culture too who will just uh, stand their ground. And again, like, But you've you got know, to be, sadly, to deal with that. But, I'll, but yeah, I want, you've got to I be want, tough. Yeah, but, but I want to see kids there. I want to see the place packed with kids because people know that, you know, these kids that bloody go to Summonats who then go on to bloody decide what their car is and build their own cars and keep us all on the road, you know, like that's all that's always, you know, my back my theory in the back of my mind. But yeah, you know, there's probably a lot of people stay away because they see the rabble and they see the raucous behaviour and then, you know, no, no, not for my kids, you know. So it'd be nice to see a tame version of that event or that aversion that event tamed down a touch to allow those moments. But I've said too, and this is one that I'll sort of really want on the record, but if you wanted to act up at Chopped, you'll find your person to act up with and you'll find those moments at 3 o'clock in the morning you want to have to really misbehave. But if you just go there with your group of friends and you just partake in the parts that interest you and, you know, watch the drags and just hang out with a good crew, then you can have a totally different event, you know, sort of within that event. Definitely. So... Even the cricket, you know, and Bay 13, you know, you stay away from Bay 13, that's where all the drinking happens and all the misbehaving. Well, maybe you just put all the rabble in one corner and, you know, you sort of try and restrict them to that corner of the bloody event. Set up a District 9 type area of... Hunger Games. We're going to build a wall. (laughs) 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 Anyone that wants to drive through the gate and back out the other gates, welcome too. But, Maybe you could just do that and call it the Thunderdome and just uh, just well, let them go in and fend for yourself. Well, did you have a look at that <laughs> Two men enter, one man leave. <laughs> yeah. Did you have a look over the spinner that was in the Elite Hall? Is that something that took your interest? Because someone was talking I about I had a look at it. It had a really nice paint job. I can appreciate the paint job on it. Yeah. Um, I, I think... This is not my style of car, but yeah. I appreciate the work that was in it. Like, yeah, but it we'll had see. a really standout paint job in that room. Yeah, and he had to drive that car through the rabble. Like he took it out at that time of night where everyone was acting up, where everyone's screaming for burnouts. And although they weren't screaming for him to do a burnout, they realised he wasn't going to. But just the the impact of someone rubbing up against that car or, you know, people just getting too close, you know, people blipping the accelerator, bloody linkages on blowing. Yeah, that's, and oh, I saw I've seen those videos, yeah. I yeah, saw that video. That's just but, not on, like. But, but, again, like, he had to drive that 
you know, his pride and joy through those people. But, you know, he may be an option to leave it and take it out at a different time because I know Chad Ribbons wouldn't drive his car after a certain hour. You know, they probably, you know what they probably need to do, like watching all those videos, that, that cruise route is pretty thin. They need to put those concrete barriers back another five or six feet so people can't actually touch the bloody car. Yeah. But then and you Jay- just piss off all the campers. <laughs> Because that's where you park out the front of all your campsites. Your though. campsite, you know, you got to park. Yeah. Well, you probably don't have to so, go that far, but I mean, yeah, it, it looked very tight. Like they could, they could bring it back a foot. So you know, it's longer than arm's reach. I suppose is what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I saw that, and then you, I mean, they just jumped the barrier and they're lifting up the cars. It's like, fuck, if that was my car, I'd, I'd get out of the car and tell them yeah. to get stuffed. And they run like a trade market too in there along the street too, which um, James said was missing this year, which he really enjoys and he spends like a 1000 bucks at that market, you know, the minute he gets there on the Friday. And I think that gives the kids a bit something different to do too, to go and have a look at some, something else because for young families, you still need to under- entertain the younger members of the family for the whole event. So that's something that would have to be looked at if it goes to a more family kind of inspired way, but I'd like to see it. There really was a lack of trades, <clears throat> but um, I have to say I'm not into drifting, but the drifting area of Summonats gr- grabbed a lot of young people. And there were a lot of, um, you could tell there were a lot of kids that have dragged their parents who are not car people to come and watch it. So that was really cool for them to yep. get into the car scene. Yeah. Um, yeah. That area was always packed. So yeah. it's, Yeah. It's, it's big, good they've brought in something else. Yeah, Drifting's pretty huge. Oh, it's yeah. a big thing. It's taken off really well, you know. But and it has like, it has been for years. <laughs> it has been forever. Like even yeah. like back in the auto salon days, like the drifting was huge, it just wasn't here. And, and I think now that it's here, it's just it's growing. Yeah. It's growing we had a conversation more. too around um at the club meeting because some of the Ballarat Road Riders members were at the event and they were talking about, you know, just go and buy a shitty Commodore as cheap as you can afford, buy the most expensive and elaborate engine you can buy and put it in there and just go and chuck burnouts because there's a big part of that at the event. But um talking to James earlier too and he's saying, you know, they maybe need to scrutineer cars a lot heavier too on the way through the gate. You know, they need to really have a look at what's coming in and the safety around those vehicles and they are built up to scratch. You know, there's an easy way to knock a bit of the rabble out by not being yeah. appropriately built, mm. you know, so they can maybe... I don't know what, the, don't know what because, the answer is. Because to try and deal with it on site, you know, the security that are probably underpaid to be there for the whole weekend, although... The security that were there this year aren't the security that were there last year either. Like the security aren't learning from year to year. They're going in there green. To see them make a call and to see the whole crowd up in arms against them, screaming at them and flipping them off and, like, it's, you know, it's the sort of stuff that gets events pulled, you know, eventually. Yeah. Like, And Chick Henry, once more, when it got out of hand, summon at six, Chick sort of stepped in and tried to put some new rules in place for us for seven to calm it down. You know, we're not honouring Chick's memory in those more fucking rebellious. Half of these people wouldn't even know who Chick Henry is. No, that shit. But again, if they're just local and they just know that it's on the calendar and they're turning out to have a messy night like a BNS fucking ball, because BNS has probably got a lot more bad activity going on too. But you know, it's just yeah, it's in our it's in our face and. I mean, I yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think they could. 
looking at the looking at the videos and and I was you know keeping up with the summonats and even the street machine daily footage and it's like you know that tough street uh, skid row sorry skid row yeah. I mean it might get to the point where they need to you know barricade that cruise route off like skid row have the, the fences up I mean you can still see them they know yeah, people yeah. are gonna people are gonna do burnouts on that cruise like they're not gonna stop that. Yeah. So yeah, they might as well stop the people trying to get at the cars. Um, yeah. You know they're not they're not going to stop the burnouts. Um, but yeah, I mean I don't know. Like and I want to. Yeah, you're still not making any promises. You're at the next one, but I want to see you at the next one with your missus and your kids. But pity help anyone that fucking talks out of line to your missus. But other than that, you know, <laughs> you want you want your kids to be out, and you know, your kids are looking for a bit of freedom to just move about, like like a good camp out should be, you know. So you want that sort of vibe. Yeah, I don't know. They um, and apparently I, did, I read a I did read a story uh, in the news about the, the organisers reckoning to do some different. They took on some learnings from this year, so I don't know. We'll see what happens next year. And in defence of Summonats, they reckon if there's alcohol issues, it wasn't necessarily coming across the bar at the event. It was more likely being smuggled into the event. Well, People. that's the other thing too. I mean, I don't, yeah. I don't know whether, I don't know whether you need to have grog open it up at ten or nine or ten o'clock in the morning, whatever time they open the bars. Yeah, like. but they reckon they reckon there's these bloody tiny bloody slushies, Jack Daniels slushies, but you you're buying ten dollar cans. So not many people are getting blind on what they're buying there. No, they'd be taking But apparently a lot of people are walking around with cap, keep co- you know, coffee keep cups, you know, walking around who clearly aren't drinking coffee in the middle of the day. So, yeah, yeah who knows? Yeah, and, they, and, again, that's to then not be put upon the organisers or the event. That's just people breaching the rules. Mm. So It'll get to a point like, um, you know, you like your, your big day outs and all that. You know, I remember you'd be able to go get a beer and then walk around, but then all of a sudden you want a beer, you go, you got to go in the cage. You know, yeah, it'll yeah. it'll end up just being like that. And I'm, drink, I'm drinking in there, I'm drinking in the cage, and the daughter's on the other side of the fence waiting for her dad to come back to this all ages hmm. event. Yeah, it wasn't much fun having a drink at that one. <laughs> but you know, if they do all this stuff, they'll probably you know they they might clear out some of the riffraff. You're never going to clear them out because people find ways of smuggling their own in and whatever, but I don't know. Uh, We're not going to solve the uh, solve the mysteries of someone else, but it'll be interesting to see what they do next year. But like yeah, I, said, I, just, I just feel like it's a bit of an honour to be able to open, at least open a conversation around it, you know, and again, if, like, lovely lady who's happy to join us on the phone feels a little bit intimidated to move about the place freely at night. Then well, that's the thing. Everybody... Situation because, you know, it's not, yeah, and that... We know the ladies are coming through our culture in leaps and bounds. Mm. Hey, Scotty. You know? yeah. Everybody needs to be able to go to that event and just have not no concerns about personal you know, safety. Yeah, you should be able to just walk around and it, like everyone should be there for the same reason. Everyone should be there having fun and you know, blokes shouldn't have to walk around wondering if they're going to get belted and, and chicks shouldn't have to worry about walking around and seeing if they're going to get harassed. Like it just yeah. it just should just be it. But now let's let's let's, let's, let, let's sidetrack the bullshit because it's wearing me down. I reckon. But, mm, um, are, you, are you connected to the drag your eh, or are you just like it and stalked it onto a trailer, Nadine? Um, <laughs> no, that's my stepdad. So I've been going to car events. <laughs> yeah, I've been dragged all over the countryside with that car. So yeah, um, yeah. I my first time driving it actually was at Summonat's 
several years ago now, I finally yeah. got to get behind the wheel and drive it. And um, I the only photo I got of it with this event was um, when we got it up in the trailer and we were heading home on the Sunday. I was like, yeah. yep, take a photo. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's awesome. What's that running? But, What's in that car? Engine-wise and stuff, you do a bit of detail on it a little bit. I don't know the full details on that one. I've yeah. never been hugely into the E8. I love it. I appreciate it, yeah, but I've always, always loved just, It's just always um, been there. It's always been there. That's horrible. Yeah, but um, because I, I love – I loved his EH panel van that he's got. It's off the road at the moment. That was always a favourite. And then I've the Roadster's what I love. So I took the Roadster to formal. So when yeah. I had my year twelve formal, yeah. But yeah, the EH is sort of just yeah. The yeah. Roadster. Yeah. It's a thirty-two with the guards. Yeah, beautiful Fender yeah. thirty-two. They're a slight. Yeah, yeah. They're a sleek beast. I love them. <laughs> yeah, and is it yeah. running run Ford engine, running a Chev? What's it running? You know? It's running a Chev. Yeah, yeah. Bill yeah. Ford, tough, Ford tough using Chev stuff, as Baden Roberts would say. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah. No, very cool. Oh, this is a nice little episode, mate. Do you reckon we're on the end of it? Uh, what are we up to? We, we've done the dream car, current car. Yeah, Word, yeah. Words of wisdom, we've done that. Bit of inspiration. Inspirational quotes. Well, we're getting all preachy on our soapbox. Do you want to step up onto it yourself? Got any inspiration for the world? Oh, inspiration. I think my biggest thing is just trying to connect with as many car chicks as possible because there's mm. always car guys, but trying to find car girls, oh, yeah. Hit me up. I'll meet up with you guys and go on a cruise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I love it. And I'll actually shout out a couple of the uh, podcast favourites in uh, Evelyn, who was our guest on the last one, but uh, Cactus Katie, who's got the F-150 yeah. as well, because those girls are both into country music. They're now following each other on Instagram, you know, they sort of yeah, yeah. But I find profound similarities in those two ladies as well. But, yeah, no, yeah. My favourite part in Street Machines where it's just the, like, the oh, issue they got about the ladies' builds. And yeah. I'm like, they need to start Is putting their Instagram thing in so yeah. I can find them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, Iron Maidens. But, no, and again, when I thought that maybe you were a little bit intimidated to be walking around some of that, so I wanted to jump in there and start punching everyone because, no, like, I love the fucking, love what our ladies are doing in the culture and how they're really put lifting the game, you know, like... And you would have had a look over Jazzy's Hilux and, yeah, I think people are a bit yeah. intimidated by the level of work in that, and, you know, the fact that she'll just tackle a new problem and solve it in the moment, you know. So. But there's heaps of girls there, like Rach Derbs. Um, I think she's now on the Gold Coast. She's a mint painter. I'd mm, love to yeah. get my one of my cars done by her. So. Her van's yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's C10, is it? Yeah. C10 van, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Delivery or whatever they call it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. know the one now. Yeah, yeah. Signed by Pink and Kerry Hart, I believe, too. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Is that nah, the story again. Nah, so, yeah, just get out there and meet people is my inspiration. <laughs> there you go. Get out there, meet people. You know, stake your claim in the world. Love it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Thank you guys for having me. <laughs> no, that's all right. We probably should pull in some music chat because it's starting to feel like an episode. So what do you reckon, Scotty? If I can hit her, mate. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> music chat. 
<laughs> will that ever get old? No, it will never get old. I reckon we'll be saying that years time. Cracks me up every time. <laughs> no, I'm still loving it. So what sort of tunes do you listen to? Going by my Spotify because I, I did that 2022 thing. It says I start out with um, – soft, light-hearted stuff in the morning and then it's Aussie Bogan in the afternoon is what right. that Spotify thing says. But at the moment I've been heavily into Motley Crue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've always loved the crew but definitely got really into those guys again. What's, what's and, your favourite um, song? My favourite crew oh, song. That's on the spot. Home I'd Sweet strike. Home. Yeah. Oh, I used to sing it as a kid. When the year that album came out, I'd yeah. sing it. And my mates, H K Monaro, he'd have it playing on the stereo. And, and then the, boy, the, the mates, Wild Side, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Scotty. <laughs> Look at Scotty. Fucking shout at the devil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wicked Theatre of Pain. Mate bought me Theatre of Pain the day it dropped too. He bought oh, Central Square, Central. Doctor Feelgood's my album. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean it's it's the cliche one, but fair dinkum, it is it is pretty awesome. But my yeah. I, I don't know, I think it is. I don't know. I have got a few favourites of theirs, but uh, SOS, same old situation. Crank that shit up yeah. to eleven and just let it rip. I love it. Yeah. Just leave me with a bit of too fast for love. Crank a bit of live wire. I'll be all right there. I can hang out there for a while, I reckon. <laughs> uh, that's wicked. No, good to see we're adding a bit more metal. Anyone else you listen to? Anyone else you love? Any songs you want to see come onto our Never Late podcast playlist? And, yeah, another one at the moment would be Twisted Sister. Hey. Oh, I bought Under the Blade. I had to import it from the UK because it was never released in Australia. So I'm the not year going for that album. Yeah, right. kid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and got Under the Blade there, mate. Not no, the original not Under the release. Blade. Got me, for suckers, mum sold, I'm not going to pull out all mu- the albums. Yeah, well, my mum <laughs> sold that original release, Under the Blade, for 50 cents at her garage. So I don't know what that album's worth, but, you know. Couldn't mm. I did have it. And then they did re-release it. So that's they're gonna leave it for the fans and then they brought out the new version with two new songs. But yeah, you get that. Yeah. Yeah. So no, nah, Twisted Sister, I was a huge fan. Loved E Snyder. I can love him to bits. Even the later stuff that he's done too. He's got some really amazing work, you know, later on in his career. So a bit of a political inspiration too. Went in there with all his scraggly hair and talked him down on their buddy warning labels on albums and yeah, you know, a bit of a legend. And the first concert I went to in Melbourne was Twisted Sister. So there you go. I think I was 14 at first. My very first concert was Motley Crue. Oh, oh, wow. I, I still haven't seen him. God, I keep saying brother all the way through this podcast. Looks like I might have a little sister. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there, I reckon no, I saw him in 92. And then again, the last tour, which was the one you probably went to, Nadine. I went to the last tour and I went to the one when they were here in 2012. Yep. And I also saw them when they were at Adelaide um, for V8. Was that 2013 or 2014? Around then. Yeah. Yeah. And they were hopeful um, they'll get over here. Yeah. How how was Vince's (laughs) voice? 
it was shit, yeah. but it was great concert. <laughs> it sort of doesn't matter, does it? Because they've nearly got a legacy you can forgive. I've said that about Ozzy. You know, Ozzy could take to the stage and be shit, and it wouldn't matter because it's friggin' Ozzy. But Scotty Taylor assures me that Ozzy's still really on He's fucking point. He's still got it. Moment. Black Sabbath. He's still he got it. it. Yeah, so, no, yeah, I'm just yeah. glad I got to see Mick Mars live. Now he's not doing it. So Yeah, well, we're big fans of John yeah. Five too, so it'll be interesting to see. How I do, off, yeah. You know. You'll do all right. I love him. He's he's grouse. You know, I just like following his Insta and just watching. Yeah, he's got a bit of personal stuff in there, but he Jonathan Five. But, yeah, he's doing a ripper job. So, yeah, one of my favourite feed bloody items in the morning, I reckon. So what else are you listening to, Scotty? You've been listening to anything, mate, while uh, you're out there knock, knocking the shack up? Not much um, besides the normal whilst I'm doing we the prob- studio extension. We probably need an update on the extension process. I see you got the walls up. Walls are up, except for a few screws. A few screws loose over here. And a few edge, <laughs> bit, edge, bit edging and stuff where yep, the sheets flashing. come into intersect. Flashing and then I can start the interior. I'd like to wish a happy birthday to your favourite Dave Grohl for yesterday. <laughs> Oh, you must oh, share a birthday right. with Dave Grohl, Nadine. <laughs> Dave who? Says I, do. I do. I <laughs> do. Oh, we, we've been asked the usual question, Scotty. <laughs> okay, all right. We'll back up. Uh, Nickelback, yay or nay? Nay. Yay. All right. Excellent. Okay. <laughs> o- Oasis. Yay. Yay. <laughs> uh, you got one, mate. You got one. <laughs> oh, shit. Sorry. None of this has been recorded. <laughs> It's all lost. The whole thing's gone. We've got no, we've got no episode. So sorry. We lost that bit. Bad <laughs> internet connection. Got, got all of it back except that bit. <laughs> okay, the other one, mate. Two Fighters. Yay. Yeah. I've seen them live. Yep. And you really like yeah, Dave I'm Grohl, sorry. don't you? Dave Grohl is a human. Yeah, he's pretty good. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> As a human. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Dave Grohl is a demon. What? He Don't. did a ride in he did a ride in the film clip to uh, with Jack Black. Yeah. <laughs> so we rate, rate him highly as a demon as well, beautifully. Uh, I've actually just felt. started reading his book, so uh What do you think, AO? It's pretty good, eh? I've only sort of read the first chapter, but isn't it funny? When I'm reading it, I'm hearing him. Speaking it in my head. Well, see, that's weird because I actually did the audio book and he, he does it himself. So it's like. Well, that's like, in my, like I've never, I've probably never heard him say any of these words, but I'm just hearing his hear, I'm hear it when I'm yeah. reading it. But anyway, go, nah, go, and read, go and read Randy Blythe's bloody book and get back to me. You know, that's a, that's a fucking read. Uh, time in a bloody European prison and shit, you know, where the guy died, kid died on stage and stuff. But you know, like, yeah, that's a that's a book. Yeah, right. I, I didn't know whether I want to. I don't. I don't know. I don't want to read Dave Grohl's bloody life story. I think I'll go back and find a Prince biography. <laughs> <laughs> One day we're going to have a, a episode solely on Dave Grohl. Okay, well, I'll ask <laughs> around Who the room. In the fucking studio. I'll ask around the room. Favorite Pink's track, Scotty. Who? No, there you go, Prince. Prince. I meant I meant to go Prince. Your favorite um, Prince track. Diamonds and Pearls. Diamonds and Pearls. It's a fucking killer production-wise, it's a killer track. Yeah, it is a killer track on the yeah. production. Did you used to cover any uh Prince AO? 
Have you got a favourite though? Uh, yeah, I do. Um, used to open with um, <clears throat> Doves when Doves Cry. Uh, obviously, acoustically. Um, actually, can, got you, a... can you do me? Can you do me a weird old Yankovic style cover? This is what it sounds like when the moots meet. Because <laughs> I, I can hear the I can hear the verse in my head. But, you know, I probably, but we used to pretty much open up with that. Um, I did Purple Rain a couple of times back when yeah. Pete was playing guitar because he just riffed all over the top of it. And I think, I think done, I've been known to do Nothing Compares to You a few times, more of a Chris Cornell um, version. But Take on it. Yeah. Same, same. Yeah, I got into some of his later stuff as well. I got an album here somewhere sitting on the shelf. But as a kid, yeah, I stood there in the bush with uh, Back in Black in one hand and Purple Rain in the other. So <laughs> that was a bit of a dichotomy in this bloke. Um, what else have I been listening to? Um, Tyler, probably got to look it up on my phone. I've You've been just, doing I've fallen, country, haven't you? I've fallen into a country hole. I blame Did you everyone. To piss up a rope. Piss up a rope. Yeah, I did listen to Piss up a rope, but I had heard it before. But some things that I've never heard before that have come along. Is that, the, is that the same as waving my dick in the wind? <laughs> uh, where are we? Um, I wouldn't recommend N word in my butthole. That's not probably something I should be doing. But there's a song by Dundee. Dundee's a rap artist, but he's released a song called Pull Your Head In, Mate. Which I reckon's a beauty, but it deals with drug addiction and its impact on French on friendship, which I thought was a really good listen. What else did I do? Uh, oh yeah, I want to recommend the song "Grace" by Marcus Mumford, and then I won't have to sing it. It's pretty cool, but it's a drawn out sort of narrative, and I might add some Glenn Hansard into our playlist as well because Glenn Hansard's a bit of a ripper. What about Olivia Vetta? You heard of her, mate? Ah, uh, I know who she is. I haven't heard any of her work. She's released a song called My Father's Daughter. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, I have heard it. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah, I thought you'd be on it, you know, but I just, I hadn't heard yeah, it. Yeah, no, was, I, she, it. I think that came out, it came out a little while ago, I'm pretty sure. And that other yeah. thing about it, and there's one more too, uh, which I did add to our playlist, which came up, which I was surprised to find in there. Oops, I better hit pause or we'll get a copyright fucking infringement. Um, Wait in the Truck featuring Laney, Wilson um, and Hardy, which I thought was an interesting song where he picks up the battered woman off the road, tells her to wait in the truck and goes and shoots her but his spouse. But uh, then sitting in prison and reflecting on it years later. So Wait in the Truck lives in our Never Late podcast playlist. Anything could happen when you hit shuffle in that sucker. <laughs> <laughs> Podcasts, mate, you got anything? Uh, yeah, I'm just trying to think what I've – I didn't even bother writing anything down, but oh, Armchair Experts back from their little little break. Let's catch up with them. Yep. Matty J's Car Talk. I'm just trying to think what uh, – music-wise, I haven't really been listening to Al a lot because um, sort of back at work I haven't really been doing much around the house, although I did find uh, – this will make you happy um, – did find some live Foo Fighters on Spotify, which um, like was old old stuff. So um, you get two thumbs up there from Moses. <laughs> He's coming around. He's coming around. <laughs> he didn't. Yeah, he didn't want to vocalise it though, did he? 
Yeah, actual really music, yeah, not. Um, I really struggled to find an appropriate gift to respond to you with today, Scotty. I was trying to find something to portray my enthusiasm for Dave Grohl's birthday. I was really fucking struggling. <laughs> Never um, so many. Oh, Trivium's got a new song. It was on the release radar. I think it's a cover, I think, from memory. Um, yeah, I haven't really been listening to much music at all, really. Yeah. Buddy, armchair expert, they're, they're getting a bit Joe Rogan with their, um, with their lengths. Yeah, the last really couple of weeks, you know, they're just they're, they're pushing three it. hours. It's like, mm, don't know. Anyway, well, the last the one was bad. Like, that was pretty full on, wasn't it? Like, yeah. the longest longest episode since the Never Late podcast. Sat down with Scott Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's just it's been taking time to get through them, but part, yeah. So yeah, music. Music's just I'm, unless I find something new that I really like, I stick to me regulars, yeah, like Oasis and Foo Fighters. <laughs> I did like that link Love to um, Dave Grohl's comment about Liam Gallagher. <laughs> well, <laughs> what do you say? Yeah, you'd want to be Liam, not re- Noel. <laughs> hey, Noel can play guitar though. He's a what, Noel? He can play guitar, though. Wanker. <laughs> fucking hell, you, you can play guitar. You know, that's no claim to a fucking human being. You've know? you got to have a few other qualities going with it. <laughs> but can I play the guitar? No, not really. Yeah, no, nah, not if you ask. So you got humility, too. He's got none of that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's, that about sees me out. That's probably, probably a podcast, is it? If it's feeling like an episode, I don't think I've got anything extra to contribute, but... Um, I'd like to thank our guest, Nadine, for coming on board, having a bit of a chat around Summer Nats and so much more. Thank you, guys. No, Thanks no very worries. much for your time. Pleasure. I, can, I find it easier to listen back to our episode when there's someone else in amongst it. You know, we're fucking three boring old men otherwise. Sorry, were you recording? <laughs> um, yep. Yeah, so start another episode. Zencaster wasn't recording, but that's okay. I've got two backups. Well, there you go. So there's the, we had a system fail. We did, but you do have the. But you do have enough. Yeah, got it. But you don't. It's have funny. Enough. I've just noticed it says ready to record. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> No, maybe we, things were, maybe that's the next episode thirty nine. Yeah. Anyway, do you want to do you want to start? Do you want to start again? I don't, I don't know yeah. what we can talk. You about. have got it, Dave Scotty. Yeah, I've got it. I'll, I'll find oh. a magazine. I'll hold up some pictures. <laughs> all right, I'm going. All good. It's all quality content. Uh, well, thanks for getting involved, mate. Have a good evening. Gotcha. Okay, thanks everyone. Thanks for the good night. No worries. No worries at all. Night all. all right. Thank you. See ya. Bye.